Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me for 10 Minute Tuesday. I got my big bro, my fat brother. What's up, Lance, man? How you doing, man? I'm great, awesome. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for joining me and hopping on this episode. So, 10 Minute Tuesday, we've done a number of these. So, let's start out. Um, Lance, what really compels you to get into data to begin with? I fell into it, actually. I, um, I started that dream. Everybody wants to be a professional football player. Broke my leg. And when I got to college, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to the league. I better do something. So, uh I just I, I just like computers. I, I, I was like, I think I could do this. And I took one deep database class when I was in college and I liked it. So here I am. Uh, got hired by HP as a software engineer and I hated it. So a DBA job came open and I jumped on it like a starving man on a Christmas ham. <laughs> and I've been doing it for the last 23 years. Wow, 23 years in the game. That's incredible and such a journey. Um, you know, thinking about like that path, I'm sure there have been jobs or instances, even not even in, you know, just DBA, but in general that you probably have had before. So, you know, what do you think has been your least favorite job to date that you've had? Oh, well, the one I just left uh, at the University <laughs> of Tennessee. I mean, I just left there, what, four months? I left in July. And it was it was boring. I I could have did it for the next twenty years. Been fat dumb and had spent half my day playing video games, dude. But there was no challenge. There was nothing. You know, you just like, all right, I'm here. But that's not life. That's just you know, I was living, but I wasn't breathing. Yeah. So now I got a job with challenges, and that's what I'm used to, and that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I think that. You know, I think there's a piece definitely with the data piece or anybody who wants to be great. Like you have to have something that motivates you and challenges you to get to the next step to get better. And it might not always be financially driven. It could be problem solving or it just could be, you know, keeping your mind active. So 23 years in the game, right? DBA, you've been here. Have you seen that be a consistent thing? Like you have to be challenged in your role? Yes, because if you're not challenged, you're not going to learn anything new. And the way the way the game moves now, I mean, the data. I mean, Oracle's coming out with something new pretty much every year. Microsoft's coming out now; they're coming out every every year with a new SQL Server. And if you're in a place where, and I'm not going to name no names of corporations, but some of them, I mean, I was running three years ago. I was still running an Oracle 8i database in production. Wow. And I mean, now you got Oracle 19 and containerized databases, and if you're not in a situation where that's that's coming up where you have to learn something new you're going to just fall into that rut and then next thing you know you're just sitting there 20 years roll by you just still on the same base level wow that's crazy and like you said time does fly by and i've seen instances where people are like talking about stuff that happened 10 years ago i'm like man you have an upskill like you're still doing the same thing like what are you doing a lot of these companies want to save money by and and you, you certain companies depending on your business model that's all well and good you're trying to save money and that's but if you're not and i'm not saying being on a bleeding edge i mean it's horrible you bleed on a bleeding edge you're gonna get cut but at some point you have to move along or you get stuck in especially with cybersecurity nowadays and encryption man if you're not if if you're not at least one off you're in trouble 
That's so true. That's so true. So thinking about your journey, uh, 23 years as DBA, football player, you know, just a number of things uh, about your path. What would you consider your biggest failure, quotation marks around failure um, in, in your career? And what did you learn from that experience? You know, my biggest failure is something I had to learn is I didn't listen. Uh, I was not a great listener. My wife would tell me I'm not an active listener. Yeah, I'm going to say that's shocking to me. <laughs> you know, so not listening, it, it it puts you behind the eight ball when you go to meetings and you half asleep, you know, early on, I would fall asleep in so many meetings, you know, and I wasn't listening because it wasn't, quote unquote, interesting to me. And I realized, you know, at the time, you know, this is my hustle, this is my bread. And once I, I had to start standing up in meetings, but I had to do everything I could to keep the focus so that I could know what's going on and grind especially on the things that only affect you on the periphery you know because as a dba you can say well as long as the database running i don't really care what the data is or you know but on the flip side if you know what it is you can be the expert in the room and once you're the expert in the room you're indispensable and that leads to so many that opens so many more doors when they can't do anything without you yeah it does that makes you yeah that makes you super valuable too um, I didn't think about that from a DBA perspective, right? I guess a DBA, one of your roles, like, and I'm coming from like a data analyst visualization, you know, viewpoint of this. But uh, when I think of like a DBA, like you're standing it up, you you kind of know what's in it, but you don't really know what's in it, don't really care. But does that make you more valuable understanding what's actually living in your database and how it gets there? Yeah, it does. And it depends on your situation. Like I've been some places where, you know, I got, 15 Oracle databases and 50 SQL Server databases, you can't know what's in all of them. But like in my current situation, uh, I work for Heaven Hill Distilleries. We got really one main Oracle database and one main SQL Server database. So by me understanding what's in it, how it's, you know, how it's applied, what they're doing, it makes you that much more valuable and it gives you a seat at so many more tables. You know, because it's one thing to say, okay, yeah, this database is doing this, this. But if I can tell you your data's here and here's a better way to access it, then that opens the eyes of, you know, your development team as well as, you know, your business team. And you can communicate with all of them and it makes you that much more valuable. And, you know, hey, I, I do this because this, this affords me the things I like to do. And if it makes you that much more valuable, they're going to pay you more. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the name of the game, right? The value add, they'll pay you and, you know, you're fulfilled because you're doing things you want to do. Um, so that's that's definitely true on that point. All right. What is one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their career? Be the expert in the room. Um, if you can, and, and it can be a, a laser focus. Like for me, really, it's, you know, with Oracle. I'm the expert in the room in Oracle. And then I try to know enough about like the operating systems that it runs on, which are, we run it on Windows, which you shouldn't do, but I know how to do that. But whatever it is, if you're the expert on your bit, you know, you don't have to be the expert on everybody's bit, but you got to be the expert in your bit. It makes it so when you stand up and you say, we need to set this up this way, this way, and this way, because this is Oracle's best practice and this will help us. That gives you the credibility in front of upper management. So that's, and that's something like, like I say, it took me a while. At first I was like, eh, 
I can do it without, you know, really throwing myself into it. But when I realize that once you're the expert, you're indispensable and you have a voice and, you know, I like to have my voice. So therefore, yeah, be the expert in the room, whatever it is, you know, your little, your little piece of land, you be the expert on. I love that. I love that. And I think that's super valuable um, because I've seen either I've done it earlier on my career or I've seen people do this where they just kind of get by and they're not really like pushing themselves to be the expert or to know the intricate things. They just come for a job. And um, I think as I've progressed, like I realized like knowing more is like really valuable and being an expert, whatever your space is, whatever thing you're responsible for, you know, being really sharp at your craft really goes a long way. And people might notice it more than they even might say out loud, but they notice like the work you put in. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So tell me about the most influential people in your life and how they made an impact on you. Takes a village to raise a kid, let me tell you. Uh, start with my mom's, of course, I was raised by a single parent. So she uh, she instilled a lot of things. She was always like, be a leader, not a follower. And she also taught me to have an opinion. She did not tell me that I shouldn't share it all the times. So <laughs> that 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 gives me a lot of my personality. And then uh, a bunch of football coaches, because you know that's what it was. Like Coach Dooley, who's, he's actually the head coach at Southern, but he was my offensive coordinator in high school. And I came to practice sick one day, and it, it, this this really changed my life. I really didn't want to be there, and I didn't want to give the effort. He looked at me. He was like, you know why you'll never be anything? Because you're not tough. And I looked wow. at that man, and I was like, I'm going to show you. And, like, my whole life, I'm like, you can't tell me I'm not tough. And it's funny, you know, you sit there, well, that's football. It's not being a DBA. But at the end of the day, there are times when you're trying to do something, and it don't work or it's not you you're dealing with somebody you don't want to deal with or you are sick but you still got a job to do and you got to push through that and for me that just i was what 16 years old but that changed my life because i'm like nobody is ever going to tell me that i'm not tough i'm not going to push through and i apply that to life and i apply that to work and you know with my three-year-old you know when, when kids don't want to go to sleep and it's two o'clock in the morning and they got a snotty nose you got to push through you know, you just got to toughen up. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, it's crazy how the sentences or like a one liner you might hear makes like such an impact, like through the rest of like the, the when you hear it in your life. Um, like I have a similar thing, right? I, I tore my Achilles in January and I went to like this physician who told me that he, she was like, if your left leg is five of five, your right leg at best will be four or five. And I was like, you, like, you, you will not tell me, <laughs> tell me that I will never get back. But even to this day, and I know going forward, kind of like your coach, I'm always going to think about that lady and be like, no, you're never going to tell me I'm never going to get back to what it was, or you're never telling me that I'll never be great. So that's so fascinating. Like, no matter when you hear it, like one sentence can literally drive you mad. Yeah. It can totally change your life. Oh man. It's crazy. Um, but that was awesome. That was incredible. All right, Lance, where can listeners find you at online? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Sir Lance, S-I-R-R-L-E-N-C-E, or I'm on LinkedIn. If you look for Lance Charles, you can find me. That's about it. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm going to get this on wax, man. Um, appreciate you being a big bro. 
frat brother, man, like I remember being an undergrad or like close to being done with an undergrad and um, looking at you as a DBA, I'm like the super smart guy. And I think when you worked at Genesco, like I would chop it up with you. And I remember being like, dude, this guy is like, he gets to be on his computer and he's smart and he's this, like I have to get into IT. So um, whether you knew it or not, like you even pushed me to be like, hey, I could do something more in my career. So appreciate all that you do, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm real proud to see what you you you've done with yourself, man. You killing it. I appreciate it, man. Just one foot at a time, Just trying to do some things, man. Got a family to feed. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, appreciate you being on, man. Um, and if you have not already, please like, share, and subscribe. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Y'all have a great day. Thank you.